Amen and amen. God bless you. Good morning. High five somebody this morning. It's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Greetings to every one of the sons and daughters online. God bless you. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. It is good to be in the house this morning. Glory be to Jesus. Let's get into some word this morning. Good morning to you. You are looking better than the last time I saw you. Amen. I, uh, I know that there's some shift happening in my spirit just around the word that must be released for you. And so you're going to catch what you can catch this morning. And I'm trusting the Holy Ghost to give you some deeper revelation and understanding. Uh. Apostolic churches don't just have church. And sometimes people struggle with it. Because there must be training, development, discipleship and impartation. So religious folks struggle with what's going on. This morning I want to speak about revelation and relationships. The power of revelation that God gives you and me draws certain kind of relationships and rejects certain relationships. So, when you're breaking from a religious setting, sometimes when you look at the new, you think that there is something wrong. The Bible says, the first time you taste the new wine, you almost want to reject it. But I know some people are still looking in for a couple of, they've been looking a couple of months and saying, but we see something a little different. We don't really get it, but we see something different. It's called an apostolic house. And the important thing about that is that religion doesn't teach you this. You sit in, a, in your pew, um, get some word, appease your conscience, Go home with your shackles and your chains, with your addiction, with your broke self, with your marriage in trouble. Still haven't got your house. Still haven't got the job. Because religion as a form of godliness, no power. So you've got to be careful that you don't reject the thing that God has sent to save you. I had to break away from my many religious and even certain circles I had to break from for the sake of my destiny. And so, as you grow in the kingdom of God, Ezekiel chapter 47 lets you know there was water flowing in the sanctuary and it goes to the ankles, the knees, and the waist. That is, and then it starts to flow, the water begins to flow. After the measurement of the man was taken, the water begins to flow out into the streets, a river, 
you could not cross, one in which one must swim. So the one has got to do with the apostolic. When you come into the house of God, that's what Ezekiel was seeing. He was catching a prophetic picture of the future. And it was about this apostolic house that would raise up sons and daughters to stand in their God-given right and mature them to understand who they really are. But it doesn't stop here. It is that they must become a prophetic people so they can flow with kingdom waters. So you must begin to understand this house for the sake of your destiny. And so when God gives revelation, there's a certain group of relationships that he brings together. There are certain people that have been waiting for this message. Many people have not seen an embassy before, let alone a church that is an embassy. But it's an apostolic house for training and development, mantles and impartation. In an apostolic house, there'll be an emphasis on sonship. You go from being a volunteer that's part of the branch of the tree. Come on, did you still, do you still remember Thursday's teaching? And then you go into the trunk or the stem of the tree where I can lean upon leadership more. So volunteers is one level. The deeper you go into the organization, you grab a hold of, I can lean upon you because you become a leader in the organization. But that is not where the apostolic ends. Deep in the roots of that tree are the sons of the house. So the strength of a house is not how many people came. The strength of the house is how many sons were raised with an apostolic understanding. How many people were raised to fulfill their destiny and not lose it when they get into the big waters. Teach them how to be honorable. Teach them how to be to honor God with their tithes and their offerings. How to deal with your marriage and how it, it's, it comes by revelation. You stay in the house and you take notes and you stay here long enough, you begin to understand that we are an honorable people. And God's not only concerned about you getting a job or even your healing this morning. He's concerned when you're dealing with the Father in an apostolic house. He's not concerned that you pass your, your got A for maths and stuck on drugs. Your father's not concerned that you go through grade one. Your teacher is. Your grade one teacher is. You have many teachers, not many fathers. When you come into an apostolic house, you have a father who's concerned with all of your development. So I would not ignore the flaws in your life and say, ah, well done with your gift. I'm not going to go and celebrate Gershwin for the amazing food and ignore the fact that his wife is complaining by me. Now, it's not happening. But I'm saying that I would not ignore it. We don't just celebrate gifts. Your father's concerned about all of your development. It's called an apostolic house. Why? I've got to teach you how to swim these waters. I've got to teach you how to navigate when God sends you anywhere across the globe that you're going to represent him well wherever you go. Your children will not lose it on the other side. This is what the Lord spoke to me. He says the reason why we need to have the embassy is because in this nation itself, if you leave the children just in a, in, a, in a village 
and a village mentality. They'll brag about Nike tackies and some mag wheels. But they can't speak to anybody across the globe. They don't know what, what, how much the dollar is this morning. They don't know the exchange rate. They don't know how to swim in the current financially. Now I am concerned about this nation in such a way that I've got to establish companies across the globe. And we're going to teach you how to behave in these waters. If you don't train your children to think with a global mindset, if you don't teach them to think globally, their potential in this nation is going to be frustrated. We're living in a global village. So you've got to teach your children to swim these waters. And if you just, if they make it through to the other side without your blessing and your sending, which is an, an embassy does that, you've been sent by the nation. If you don't do that, they're going to get lost on the other side. And they won't come back. They'll come back with crazy, the crazies. But when you are in the house of God, this apostolic house, the embassy and doing what we're doing, You've got to be trained and you must train your children. Listen to your apostle. It is serious. And all of a sudden, load shedding goes away. So you can have water shedding. The devil is a liar. You're going to have to get kingdom revelation. You're going to have to get kingdom understanding. You're going to have to understand what it is to be apostolic. You're going to have to mature your children. You're going to have to train them to think a little differently. You're going to have to teach them how to get skills in their hands so they can navigate on the other side. You need to speak to me this morning because you're a parent that is responsible for raising up your children in the way they should go. My example is when I grew up in Coronationville and I swam very well and I was in the galas and the first time they took us to Ellis Park to go and swim with the whites. I've never seen such a big pool in my life. I lost the race before I got into the water. I was so intimidated because you see you keep teaching the children that they're 100 grand here it's like whoa look at you child and you're a you know you got to be in this the, it's a 30 percent pass rate in south africa they're gonna spew you out on the other side you're gonna take your child's development your development in the kingdom seriously because you see the waves you're making a little pool of yours when you get to the oceans nothing you're a kingdom people with an apostolic mandate. This is an embassy. You've been raised up to be disciplined. You've been raised up to have a value system. You've been raised up to think differently. You are raised up to speak differently. Not, ah, what You speak properly because where we are going to, these are kingdom waters. I'm going to train up. Now listen to what I'm saying to you today. Revelation and relationships. So God gives us this revelation I, he, we, I fight him concerning the church I, and I make the decision and that's all that I knew at the time. The revelation I had is that John 10, 10 is come to give you life, life in abundance to the full until it overflows. So the, the name of the church is called Living Life Ministries. And I, we're having huge gatherings. I mean, it was 
so many hundreds of people when we hosted Dr. Miles Monroe. We had events and living life ministries. What is it? Come to Jesus. You must be saved. You must be saved. And every week the same message is, you must be saved. So when I got saved, now what? I came to the cross, I'm washed in his blood. Now what? I drew all kinds of people because the, the revelation you have draws relationships. When your revelation increases, Dr. Miles Monroe comes, he says, I'm changing the name of the church from living life to kingdom life. The majority of living life people left. And now I'm only sitting with kingdom life people. You are going to begin to understand... This is how God deals with all of us, son. You must understand that. You grow in revelation. So there are many people, they're not interested in changing. They like the pretense. They'll go to church. Looks good. Got uh, checked in at whatever church. They're not interested in growth. An apostolic house is concerned about your development. Why? I'm concerned about how you're going to swim these waters. And you're not going to embarrass me when we go together on the other side and say, I come from Apostle Max's church. I will not vouch for you. You will not use my name in vain. If you've not been raised up as a man that I can measure you through your prayer life, through your walk with God, through what you produce by the kingdom of God, I will, not, I will leave you in the church. I will leave you in the sanctuary until you learn to behave. Not me. God will make sure. Because God don't send people. He is not going to embarrass himself because you're representing his name wherever you go. God is protecting his brand with everything. Because your failure is a reflection on the brand. And God makes no failures. Where am I going with this this morning? Holy Ghost, help me. The apostolic deals with order, leadership and structure. The prophetic deals with the winds, the expression of gifts, and the dealings of the Lord. The prophetic is our way of expression in arts, music, worship, and creativity. There's a certain kind of culture that comes from being an apostolic church. When you get into the apostolic and the prophetic, one has got to do with the, the development of me as a man. The next is the Holy Spirit and the prophetic to move you into what God has got for you personally. So these waters can go there. The deepest dreams and desires in your heart, these, the, this will take you there. And so this is Ezekiel chapter 47. And when you get into the flow with God, you'll find all kinds of food. And you'll find food everywhere. Ezekiel 47 verse 12, please. When you begin to flow in the, in, in the prophetic, 
That's why you must not just be born again. You must be able to can pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit. Because you want the Holy Spirit to lead you. You want to be sensitive to His leading. This morning I've been really struggling to find out where God, what, what He wants done. And the enemy's been fighting me on whole different levels for different things. But along the bank of the river, on this side and that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month. Everybody say every month. Say, my days are broken over. Because their water flows from the sanctuary. Because when I'm raised up in the apostolic, as a son of God in the house of God, and God begins to put me on the waters for business and traveling and raising up education systems, I'd never get to a place where I'm stuck with God. It may look like I'm surrounded this morning, but I'm surrounded by Him. Amen. And we're going we're gonna to see people break free this morning because I know when the pressure so much, I'm listening to the Holy Ghost every single step of the way. There is an answer this morning. The water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. Lord, you have to help me this morning because I'm going to close this computer and I'll just start praying for the people. I don't know about you, but I received my by tomorrow this time. One I've been waiting for years. One day I'll share the testimony, but I never saw that one coming that way. The Lord said to me, will you follow me? I'm like, Lord, now, 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 hold up. I know the next thing after that would be like, do something you've never done before. And when I did it, I received my to by tomorrow this time. You see, the reason why you need revelation Revelation is light for a marriage, for a home, where to stay, where to put the church, who to work with. Revelation is the manner that you receive every single day. The reason why many people are struggling since the pandemic is because they haven't got fresh revelation. Like God has forgotten them. They don't know which way to go. The problem is that they've not received fresh manner. Give me the scripture in Exodus. I'm just going to flow. I gave you a scripture in Exodus. Exodus. I think it was Exodus chapter. If you can work with me, I can help you get there. So God, listen, they're walking through the wilderness. I've heard the complaints of the children of Israel speak to them saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that quails came up at evening and covered the camp. And in the morning, the dew lay all around the camp. And when the layer of dew lifted, when your worship lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance, as fine as frost on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is it? So manna means, what's this? It's called revelation. When God begins to pour out what your next move is with Him. 
Let me help somebody who's been sitting home and not going to church. God trained them to go to church every day. Because you were not going to get the revelation in your house. You had to get up out of your house and go and gather what you needed on the ground. And so God can give you your next step for where you're going to. People think that they can walk away from the church. No. This is the center of revelation. Jacob saw it. So when you come into this place and worship begins to fall in this place, when the worship is lifted, you're going to find the revelation for my next steps of what to do and which way to go. Oh, there's my healing. Oh, there's my husband. Oh, there's the business. Oh, there's the contractor. You can fetch. Oh, God, help me this morning. This is when you get born again. Everything that God does. Say, you, you need to pray in tongues. Then the baby Christian say, what's that? It's revelation. What's this? You need to sow money. Put, put, take, don't let the devil control. And what's this? So revelation, when God begins to part revelation and he begins to move, you know, I'm, I'm, listen to what I'm saying to you. We raise you up as a son in the house so you can pray in tongues. You can understand the voice of the Holy Ghost. This is your training and equipping center. Because when we send you out, you're going to find new relationships. And God's going to say, take a left and don't take a right. And then you won't, know, you won't walk around saying, I don't want to go. No, no, no. I don't fully understand it, God. What's this? But I'm going to go with it anyway. Because I was trained in the house of God to go in this worship. I can pick up my next piece of revelation. Ah. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is this? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, This is the bread. This is the revelation for man shall not live by bread alone listen there is logos and there is rhema when you read the bible you are reading the logos the word of god when the holy spirit speaks to you gives you a word from the word you now get a rhema word for your situation so man shall not live by bread alone logos alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So where do we live as children of God? Your ear must be right next to the mouth of God. Come on somebody. Because I, this is how I live. I need to hear God speak to me. Now I know that's Old Testament and thinking. Because the Spirit of God dwells in you. I know that I'm trying to give you that you should be hearing the voice of God every single morning. If your worship is right at home and your family has the right attitude and you praising the Lord in the morning there should be fresh manna every morning he is, come on just not his mercies are new every morning there is a word for my situation you see oh God my God you're going to help me today uh, I just I just sent something a little different here this morning. So just... Amos 3 verse 7. 
and 2 Chronicles 2020. Oh Lord, you'll help me this morning. Someone's going to get a miracle in this place. I'm telling you. Tell you what you can do. Bring this thing down. Bring this pulpit down. I feel there's such an anointing in this place. I sense the power of God in this place. To heal and to deliver and to set free. I sense there's such a revelation in this place because... You see, when, 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 when God gives you revelation, it's for your new season. And your, the, the revelation that comes with it means that there is, that it means that there is, there, there are new relationships for you. Uh, Amos 3 verse 7, watch the scripture. Surely, the Lord does nothing unless He reveals His secret to his servants, the prophets. So God's not going to move in the earth without the prophets first announcing it. You don't get recompense unless I preached it. You don't get that by tomorrow this time if, unless I preached it. Because God's going to give a word to the prophet so that for your situation, you can begin to swim in different waters and get a new day for your family and for your life. Let me give you one example. So Graham comes to me yesterday, Pastor Graham comes to me yesterday, uh, last week, and he says to me, Apostle, I had a dream about you. You flew in from the States, and you had one cufflink, a beautiful cufflink. But you put it on my, you, you gave it to me, but I'm thinking, it's pretty useless having one cufflink. It was a beautiful one, but I just took it and, like, you know, I really don't know what it means. But, you know, just, just thank you for the one cufflink. I said, you're missing it, right? The cufflink has got to do with the beautification of who you are. Look, so the Spirit of God tells me what to tell Graham. Because I have a gift of interpreting dreams. It's what I do. It's my grace. So I've been dealing with Graham and, and Michelle and they've been going through a, a rough season and training them up in the house of God because you need to measure the man in his prayer life, his walk with God and what he can produce by the Spirit of God. So Graham got involved and I connected him with Quinton and they've done some stuff for Diesel and Graham's making a bit of, you know, getting involved in business and he finally, that God spoke to me about a, a company I think 30 years ago. Gives him the name 30 years ago. He only registers it now. I'm giving you a bit of an advert. I'm helping you. Oh, Tiffany is the company. So Graham's getting involved in getting things and he's beginning to, you know, bring offerings and, and God's moving in his life because I connected some stuff and I said, but Graham, this is what it is. So I'm raising the man. Not to just provide for his family, but I'm teaching him how to swim kingdom waters. Someone's going to hear me this morning. Let me, if I'm your father, let me be, man. And so... I'm dealing with Graham. Graham comes and he says, but this is the dream that I had. So I said, are you listening to yourself? Let me give you the interpretation. The first cufflink was the first business I helped you start. Because here's was the instruction for him. I said, look, in the dream, you told me, there is a place that can actually make another one like this so I can have two. I said, Graham, that's got to do with your prosperity. 
God is just showing you the second business that you're going to able to be produced and make right. Oh, someone's going to hear me this morning because God's about to take you and your family to the next level. There'll be multiple streams of income. It will come from the left. It will come from the light. And with the next time they see you, you're going to be able to can walk with some and say, look what the Lord has done. Come on, shout and give God some praise. I'm trying to help somebody understand why you need a prophet in your life. I'm trying to help you understand that if you violate the, the relationship you have with your prophet, your life's in trouble. God's given you a prophet for your prophet. Beautiful couple that got married recently comes to me with another dream. Husband and wife together. And he says, three big fish, same last week, in a, in a basket, a red basket. But they're alive, and I'm telling my wife to take this, these three fish and put it in a fish tank. But I'm telling her, don't drop it, don't drop it. And she's struggling to carry these three big fish. And they fall to the ground. But as it falls to the ground, a whole lot of small fish comes out of this. And we don't know what it is. My apostle. The Spirit of God tells me, this is straight on the same day. The Spirit of God tells me, what you have is in your hands the ability to multiply fish. You don't have an ability problem. Could the fish you were carrying be contained in the fish tank? The answer was no. You don't have an ability problem. You have a capacity problem. And I am your father and I'm going to train you through the Joseph Business School and I'm going to teach you how to handle what God has got for you in the next season. It's called capacity. Everybody shout capacity. I'm trying to help raise a generation that I don't jump up and down here every Sunday and say a word and you just say amen, amen and not think that this word is for you and your family and your destiny. I am concerned that you are dealing with somebody that is so gifted to multiply fish but doesn't have the capacity. Now, when I bring her into the Joseph School of Business and we begin to build her capacity, I'm giving a revelation of how to do business God's way. But it also means that I'm going to have to give her access to new relationships. Here's what I feel. Some of you have been getting the fresh revelation of the kingdom, but you're still stuck with old relationships. You want the new. You're hearing this message. And you know that God's doing in you a new wine, making you a new wineskin. But you refuse to let go of the old people that like to skinner, gossip, speak about others, and, and, and God can't even give you an idea for your future. Oh, remember when we used to. And all you do is cry about the past and who was. Yet every time you get revelation, 
God must shift relationships because the people you hang with right now can't even handle what God's putting in your life. They want to remind you about your past. But that was the revelation I had then. I was broke then. I was messed up in my thinking then. Come on, just get to your feet and step right and say, I got fresh revelation. I moved. I picked up something new. God is doing a new thing in my life. How can you still speak to me about my past? I am a CEO now. I am a multimillionaire now. You still call me into my past. There was a fresh word I got by the Spirit of God. I am in a new season. I am in a new day. I've got fresh revelation. Everybody shout Amen. You cannot build the kingdom of God with people who still crave attention from the village. Still Listen, the people that got issues with you got issues with everybody else. It's time for some of you to let go of those old relationships. Oh, do you remember when you were living life ministries? Yes, I do. But you are, <laughs> I refuse to be defined by the way you found me. I've moved on in the kingdom of God. I'm becoming all that God has called me to be. Come on, you give an embassy wave wherever you just give an embassy wave. Say, I've transitioned. Say, I've moved. I am different. I'm not the same person that you when you met me. You still crying over old revelation. I have got a new day. I picked up, I went to worship, and when the dew lifted, I found fresh manna on the floor. I found out who I really am. I found out what I'm capable of. Somebody shout an amen. The word of God will establish you. The word of your prophet will cause you to prosper. The question is, how do you see me? People take, when you see somebody with confidence, they think it's it arrogance. It's not. I am who I am by the grace of God. I am clear about that. I don't take no credit for what I've done, for what's happening in my life. How does God take a man like that year after year and train him up to swim these waters? Then God speaks to me this year and he says, you will not be traveling alone anymore. You're going to raise up sons and daughters with an apostolic understanding. And you're going to teach them how to get the money. I'm not going to come and boast about surrender by myself. You're going to take your family. You're going to take your children. I, th this is your season of impartation. I'm putting something in your spirit that your, your mind can't comprehend. You're thinking, how can it happen? But if you can receive this impartation from your father this morning, that I can raise you up to become what God has called you to be, son. Uh, you will go travel in those nations. Uh, you will go and sit in those universities. Uh, you'll represent the kingdom well. 
You become what God has called you to be. You need to begin to believe in your children this morning. You need to break from the fear. You need to just receive it by faith and say it is possible. All things are possible to those who believe. I'm going to move across the nations like this. Come on. I can move across the globe like this. I can move with my children. I can do what God has called me to do. I am not going to stay in this village. Let it be announced in the heavens. I will not remain the same. I'm taking me and my house. We're going to learn how to swim kingdom waters. Listen to this apostle. There is something I'm pushing for. There is something that God's not letting me go. Yes, please be seated. This is what the Lord said to me. He says, why would you leave the opportunities I've given you? The Lord said, sit down and think about what I've given you. I've got the ear of business people in Atlanta. I'm having conversations weekly to build things in Chicago and Atlanta. I got, we got people working on the vision right now. What is it for? To come and boast about it? I'm your father, man. And I've been raised to do this for this generation. But you have to learn how to be honorable. You're going to, if you can't handle a hundred rand and a tithe on a hundred rand, how are you going to handle it with a hundred million rand? The previous minister of agriculture was on the land here this week. Sits down, looks at all of the stuff that's here. Sits down around the table. Shakes my hands and says, Dr. Max, the farm there is yours. And if you want the other one there, it's yours. Take it. What do you want? What do you want? If you broke, it's your own fault. I'm raising up a generation that's gone beyond church. We're raising a generation that understands processes, understands protocol, how to be an ambassador, how to behave wherever you go, how to honor people, how to honor God's word. I'm raising a generation to do that. That you can be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. But I refuse to work with anybody who doesn't know work with us. You don't want it? It's no problem. I will work with those who don't want to work with it. But I'm telling you now, this is not an exciting message to make you jump up and down. It's to get you to think. Do your children even know what the exchange rate is? This is a global village, man. Do you understand that the war in Russia and the Ukraine is affecting all of us because you're sitting with load shedding because they're taking all your coal and they're making more money going to Europe with your coal. These, these people that have claimed that you must go green and they want South Africa to go, they don't, they don't want it to go green. They're using coal in Europe. Oh, we're working on South Africa to help them. They're not helping you. Are you listening to them? They're after your coal. They don't have any. You're a kingdom citizen. You should know what's happening across the globe. Oh, load shedding. Let's get all mad. Post all you want on social media. They're not listening to you. 
You need to raise a new standard. You need to raise your consciousness. You've got to be aware of what's going across the globe. And you're going to raise your children to think that way. The devil wants to leave the church thinkless. And you come to church when you want to, and then I'm in, then I'm out, then I'm offended because there's no carpet, and they sang too loud, and you get mad over all kinds of crazy stuff. But the devil doesn't want you to think like an ambassador and a kingdom citizen that is somebody that can rise up and say, I know how to handle my business. I can start a company here. I can start a company there. You need to understand that this is, you know, I, I love educated people, and we've got the degreed people, and we're working with, you know, we've got Shan, and we got, you know, we're doing music across the globe and the like. And most people think that this has got to do with your education. This is not education, this is revelation. I pulled a youngster that comes out of an informal settlement. I've worked with him the last six and seven years. When this opportunity came, never been through formal training. I said, come here, run this project for me. He's going to fly overseas before most people. Because he's thinking. I've trained him to think that way. That son, you're going to export this stuff. You're going to set up contracts in the Netherlands. You can go to Rome. You can go to the United States. I am training you to think differently. I am your father. I'm not concerned with the fact that you get one contract and then tomorrow it's gone. Here's the problem with most people that have got church mentality. They only come in here when there's trouble. So you get a breakthrough, I pray for you, you leave. You're up and you leave. What happened when the blessing that I gave you? God designed his whole system that you will never get your, to where you need to get to without you. The training in the wilderness is I must get up this morning to go and fetch manna because if I don't, I'm going to get left behind. And so the guy says, you know, you, know, you know how we all like to take shortcuts. They tried it. So the Lord says, only time you can have keep for two days is on the, on the Sabbath. So you can have one day, you don't have to get work. So they went and they gathered. Say, ah, I've got a week's supply. There's plenty here. By the next morning, that thing turned into worms. It was rotten. Let me say this to somebody who got their breakthrough when I prayed for you three years ago. That manna got stale. You need fresh manna this morning. You need a fresh revelation. You need new people in your life. God's got new contracts for you. God's got a fresh blessing for you. But you're going to have to come and honor God in the house of God. I refuse to come to your house. I refuse to run after you anymore. If you don't honor God, you will never honor me. And hear me this as well, you couples. You need to teach your wife to honor the Lord. You need to teach your husband to honor the Lord. You need to teach them about the house of God. This is the center of revelation. Because we when worship falls in this place there's the revelation there's the answer that's the way I must go that's what God wants me to do because when the deal has cleared there's the revelation some of you are stuck in old boring jobs and God I need to hold on yeah it's just that you refuse to worship the Lord if you honor God God will honor you if you do what's right God will do what's right for you and bring you into your destiny. 
It's a new season. It is a new day. Proverbs chapter 29. Uh, Holy Ghost. I think it's verse 18. Where there is no revelation, not vision. People speak, because when you speak to, about people with vision, it's about me and me, my life. I got a vision. Where there is no ve- revelation, the people cast of restraint. That means revelation comes around God. And what God is saying. There are new businesses, man. You, you're then so skilled. There are new fields. There are new places that God's got for you. Why would you be stuck with yesterday's blessing and now still crying over the, the brook that ran dry? Where there is no revelation, when people don't gather around God anymore to get today's word, they walk away and they're going to cast nets or go and catch fish like Peter did. That's the revelation that you need to be living under. I know that last contract was really good. But don't God got something new for you? So here's the revelation. God speaks to me about my marriage. Well, he spoke to Pastor Z because there was nothing wrong with me. Everything was wrong with Pastor Z, right? And says... You, you got a problem with the marriage? Here's the revelation. And he gives a fresh revelation of how to turn a marriage around. And she thought it will take three years. Or we've been through hell for many, many years. She says, God turns that whole thing in 10 days. Why? Because revelation brings acceleration. So the doctors tell me it's nine months. How long did God take and turn this thing around? Nine days. Why? Because when I get revelation, it brings acceleration. Someone's going to find acceleration. When, I, when your prophet gives you a word, it's, he gives you revelation from the throne of God. What's it for? It's for acceleration. It's to bring you out of time uh, and it brings you into the purposes of God. Uh, and you mustn't get mad at it in when, when God does it. How many believe that God can cancel all your debt in seven days. One shout. The rest is, I, the re, if one says amen, the rest must shout, Lord, help my unbelief. <laughs> you, you, you understand what Jubilee is? So the Jubilee is every 49 years, right? According to the law, anybody in debt, Anybody that owes anything to anybody must be returned. Happens every 49 years. When Jesus comes, it was to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, which was Jubilee. That means I get Jubilee every day. Now that's revelation. That didn't come from your book. That didn't come from your, your, your degree. That came from the revelation of the word of God. Now, if somebody can believe that, can I give you a scripture? 
Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 1 in the message version. Do you have it for me? At the end of every seventh year, cancel. I've come to stand as your prophet here this morning. I've come to let you know that this is a season of debt cancellation. I need somebody to begin to believe the Lord this morning that God's going to do something supernatural in your life. Watch. This is under the law. They had to. Jesus never came to do away with it. He came to fulfill the law. Verse 2. So this is the procedure. Everyone who has lent money to a neighbor writes it off. Come read with me. You must not press your neighbor or his brother for payment. Come on, read loud with me. All debts are canceled. God says so. Now, where are the believers in this house? That you're in a season of debt cancellation. We're going to go back into the enemy's camp and we're going to take all back all that is stolen from us. You see the problem? Do you believe it? Doc, I share the testimonies because I want people to get it. Please be seated for one more minute. I want you to understand that when I tell you Dr. Winston, he, he gets a new mall for, for 7 million US dollars. And he says to the Lord, how many years you want to take this, pay this? You know, the Lord says, not years. In seven weeks, you're going to give them a million dollars a week. Seven times how much? 18. 150 what? hundred and twenty six million in seven weeks I'm sharing it why I want you to know these are kingdom waters I want you to know that when God gives you revelation Mary you can't go back to your house with the revelation you must go and hang out with other people who are also carrying revelation because their unbelief is going to abort what your apostle gave you this morning in this house. Is somebody with me? I told you that your children will be traveling these waters. I am plowing and I am preparing and we are praying that your children will not get lost in the system. They're going to go from glory to glory. They're going to go from strength to strength. You're going to be able to travel these oceans. You're going to go from strength to strength. Come on, somebody. Because when the apostle is given a word, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. How does God do that? When He's not going to speak to you and preach to you, He raises up an apostle, He raises up a prophet to give you a word for your season. Many people are dismayed. They've lost touch with the church and, and the connection because they don't like the package. And God's not coming to preach to you personally. He's raised up preachers. He's raised up prophets. He's raised up apostles. Why? Deuteronomy chapter 2, uh, first, second Chronicles 20, 20, please. So they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness. There's the scripture. Believe in the Lord your God 
and you shall, what does the word of God do for you? It establishes you. Believe in his, in his prophets. And what do they do? It will cause you to prosper. Oh, these people are just out. Uh, whatever, man. Go and sit with your broke self. Going nowhere. Got no time for this nonsense anymore. There's too much going on that you must be walking in ignorance. Eating of, of every table. And I like that. I don't like this. I like that. No, the, the apostle in your life is your father. And he'll bring correction to your life. You'll come and say that this relationship is not right. This thing that you're doing is not of God. The dishonor that you... It's, it's the Father that's speaking to you. It's the apostolic in the house. But then I, what am I trying to do? Because I'm not going to violate the Holy Spirit. He's the Spirit of truth. He's the one that's going to lead you and guide you. But if you don't have an establishment of the word of the truth that's inside of you, how can the Spirit of truth guide you? God's not going to violate His Word. God's not changing His church. One guy put out there on social media, Jesus, come back and just take your church back. He's not. Because you're offended with the church. You've got to fix your heart. And get over yourself. Because this church is bigger than me, and it's bigger than you. This kingdom is bigger than you, and it's bigger than me. You've got to get out of this where you, you, you know, offended with everybody because relationships are kingdom assets. And the person sitting right next door to you has got your breakthrough, but you don't like to speak to them. You, don't, you have a problem with their hair. You don't know that there are women in this place that can take that fish and multiply it for you. The people in this place that have got, that are serious wealth, but God wouldn't even show them what it is. Because they wouldn't honor God with their money, with basics. You can't choke over a million rand. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That you can't honor God with a hundred thousand and sow seed. That you can't put an offering in here. What are you going to do if money is controlling you? Do you know how much money is on the other side? You can't handle basics. How can God give you true riches? I am your father. And I'm Apostle Max, and I approve of this message.